Day Night Fam, Tony and Bree back with you, recording live from live. beautiful Orange County, California. Yeah. Orange County, <laughs> California. Yes, 71 degrees, palm trees waving in the wind. I guess that's just for all my Midwestern friends. Yes. Make well, how jealous. are you today, my love? Oh, I'm better than I deserve. I get to work with all my friends and serve an incredible church. And now I'm with you. So you come so on, sweet. it's a tough life. Well... As for me, my morning was good. How was your day, my love? <laughs> Great. School with the kiddos, discipleship meeting this morning, and then pick up groceries, groceries. from Walmart. Walmart. Yeah. Inflationary measures call for Walmart, right? Absolutely. Okay. I feel like we had to do this pod uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I'm sure everyone's heard this. There was a transgender duo, Sam Smith and Kim something or other, that performed at the Grammys. Um, and I have not watched the whole song, but social media went nuts on this. Basically, it was a sexualized song where he dressed up as the devil, and all the dancers came out, and it had this satanic sub-theme and the whole deal, and the crowd just went nuts on this. Yes, so we thought after doing last week's episode on entertainment in the mind, we should revisit this and provide some super practical ways to guard the home. Yeah, just the tips and tricks we've learned over the years to prayerfully keep our homes a safe space and filter out all the garbage, and we hope that it's helpful. So are you ready, my love? Yes. Ethan, are you ready? Let's roll. Okay, so this may be one of our most technically unscripted episodes because it's basically just all practical applications. Yeah, and just like Tone said, we realized that the last episode was heavy on principles, but we never really went into the weeds of how-to. The how-to weeds. Yes. So that's what this is, just an unscripted, I guess you could call it finish to last week's pod, and we're really not sure um, how fast or slow we're going to go. Um, it could be 10 minutes or it could be two, two hours. hours. Um, so that's why I took off my baseball cap and I'm really relaxing in here. How's my hair looking? <laughs> Love <laughs> it. Pretty, it pretty good. <laughs> I Love it. <laughs> so we'll just see where it goes. Yes. And just in case you missed last week's episode, we laid out biblical support to fill our minds with that's true, pure and right and not with what's false, impure or immoral. Yeah. I have the summary here from last week. I'll read it really fast. Um, as Christians, we are to have the mind of Christ and to be pouring in profitable things Bree just read it, what's honorable, just, pure, lovely, and noble, which naturally means we don't dwell on, ruminate over, or fantasize over things that are untrue, dishonorable, unjust, or impure. But in our media-saturated culture, we are consuming nearly, we talked about this last week, 11 hours of media per day, and Christians view a lot of the same content as non-Christians. And simply put, we cannot have the mind of Christ while consuming 11 hours of worldly content per day. And therefore, we need to reframe our mind first in the scriptures and also in great Christian literature. So that was last week. Yes. And we said that these were only guidelines and that our convictions aren't everybody's They're commandments. They're not your commands. And we had a button proving we're not Amish. And we do own a TV. That's, that's it. Thank you, Ethan. Um, although at this point, I don't know. 100% blame anybody if um, they're tossing the TV out. So actually Absolutely. it could be a good thing. Okay, so let's start with something we've used a ton over the years, filtering sites. Filtering sites. And this was something you started way back when the kids were little, right? It was from the beginning. And if anyone is unfamiliar with what we mean by filtering site, it's just a media review site where people watch shows or movies and then post a review. And typically it'll have categories and content ratings. I think one way to picture it would be like Rotten Tomatoes for Christians. Yes. And these aren't proof or perfect. We still need to be judicious, right? Judicious. <laughs> we should definitely be judicious. Oh, man. It's like, reminded me of Juicy Fruit. Remember the gum? <laughs> 
<laughs> which we learned last week, you eat while you're drinking coffee. <laughs> oh, how the podcasts are running oh, together. Yeah, yeah. So we're building a story. Um, yeah, I would say you do have to be judicious because, <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of the sites, although technically they call themselves Christians, they're pretty mushy. Uh, meaning you'll, you'll get some woke language in there. But by and large, it provides enough data so at least you know the depth of the pool that you're stepping into. So which ones have you used? I've used a few. We have used a few. Common Sense Media is helpful. Um, so if anyone wants to look that up, one of the most popular is called Plugged In, which was launched, I believe, by Focus on the Family. That's pretty solid. For example, I just pulled up the movie we talked about last week um, on the podcast, Strange World. That's the one with the gay teenager. Um, and it has a signal bar right at the top, which is colored red. For example, if you go to Plugged In and you just you know look up, actually you could type in Plugged In Media or Christian Review and then type in the name of the show. This one at the top, it's colored red, and it says, for example, heavy caution for children. Um, And then as I scroll down, there's a couple paragraphs of overall summary. Um, After that, it's a positive element section, which I always find interesting, by the way, to see what they deem positive. Then there's a spiritual element section, which is helpful. Here it says, quote, spoiler warning, Avalonia rests on top of a continental-sized turtle, which this is an animated feature film, so I'm assuming it's some, I don't know, which is part of several myths worldwide based from Hinduism to Native American belief systems. So right there you learn, oh, okay, so this is a pagan worldview. Um, Then there's a sexual element section, which reads, Searcher's son is gay. This is not a blink-and-you-miss-it reference. The character's identity is the crux on which this narrative revolves. And then there's a violent section, crude section, drug section. Anyway, you get the point. All to say, I mean, when I'm a dad, as a dad, before I sit down with the family and have pizza, that's a very helpful bit of information. And obviously, a movie like that would be a no-go for us. Absolutely. So are most filtering sites basically the same? I think so. But they each have strengths. Um, One of my favorites is Christian Movie Guide because they put a graph right at the top on visual. And so they just put a graph right at the top with green, yellow, and red dots. And so within like 30 seconds, I know if the movie is an option. Um, But also because they're willing to point out that one's a good one because they point out the woke stuff. Yeah. For example, here, I pulled up the Strange World page for them. And it says... You know, right at the top, it says strange world. And then it says the tagline, strangely boring and woke. <laughs> so they're just pretty honest. And then it has green dots on language and nudity, but red marks on violence and sex. And then it has a big minus three on content rating and says, quote, excessive sex, violence, immorality, and worldview problems. And so again, as a mom or dad, that took me 30 seconds. And then that really helps protect a family night. Awesome. So one of the blessings of technology is that we do have more info at the tip of our fingers. And this can be a good for research, right? It is. It is. I was talking to a friend recently and he said, I sat my kids down to watch one of my old favorites and I can't remember what it was. It was either Karate Kid or Stand By Me or something. And then he said, I had to turn it off because I was shocked at the language. Yes. And I think that's actually true. A lot of times we have these pictures in our mind of movies that maybe our parents let us watch and probably the same thing. They didn't know what they were getting themselves into. They're halfway through the movie and we're all sitting there and you don't turn it off. And so as a kid, you grow up thinking, oh, this is a classic. Yeah. Fast forward 20 years, you sit down with your family and you're like, get a bowl of popcorn. You go, this is going to be an amazing moment of nostalgia. And literally within 10 minutes, you're going, oh no. Yeah, that's happened countless times for us. So that's where filtering sites help navigating media with eyes wide open. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so this one may sound really boring, but it may be the most important 
protection software, protection software, meaning programs downloaded on all devices that inform and protect from graphic content. Yeah, and I assume most people know about accountability software, but it's good to reiterate the value. And, and just to clarify, it's not meant for the intentional offenders. Yes. So this is something like every young man and woman needs to understand. A, a guy or a gal who wants to sin, you're going to find a way to sin. The value here is for the ignorant offender um, you know, the, the Christian who hates sin doesn't want to mess up, but that momentary lapse or advertisement or something can hit you really hard. Yes. And the stats bear out that the negative impact graphic material has on young minds, especially preteens who are often exposed online by age nine or 10, yep. having their developmental synapses burned only to struggle with sex addictions for decades because they started viewing people as objects. And it all started at nine or 10. Yeah. And that's why we taught our children from a really young age, if the software fails or an ad gets through, or you get tricked and you click on a link that you shouldn't, don't pause. Don't be ashamed. Don't stare. Just immediately turn and run to get mom and dad. Um, and we're just trying to train kind of that flea mechanism yes. that was modeled so well by Joseph with Potiphar's wife, the, the cougar lady, I call her. Yes. And that's happened a couple times you didn't get for that us. Joke? I cougar, did. Is that not I, just, allowed? Okay. I kept going. Right, yeah. Good. I'm uh, sorry. Fall, fall flat. <laughs> Wasn't judicious enough. <laughs> I wasn't judicious. <laughs> You're horrible. Okay. So, but the goal of adding protection software is to, as best possible, limit the world's ability to steal your child's innocence. I'm glad you said that because it's just like a posted speed limit or a seatbelt or any other regulator. We know you will drive. We know the accident can happen, but we're going to do everything in our power to make it a safe trip. That's all it is. Yes. So which one should we recommend? Well, I think one of the most comprehensive we found was the circle and big disclaimer on that. I think that was a Disney product. So I've actually got reservations, but Circle is widely used and manages all apps across family devices. And what about Covenant Eyes? Yeah, that's a good one, especially on the accountability side because it sets up a kind of buddy system where sinful material gets flagged and sent to a friend or family member. And there's a ton of those now um, that are out there that based on pricing. Fortify, um, Accountable to You is one. X3 Watch yes. is another. Does that work for whole families? Uh, granted, it's used more by men. But it's a great idea to have it set up for the family. So I think just at large, even if there aren't any glaring issues, there's always kind of a general deterrent. Like everyone realizes, hey, if, you know, the, the, all these websites are monitored, my parents are going to see everything. Um, and so it just keeps everyone walking the straight and narrow. Yes. And I'll speak to the ladies. Pornography is not just a male issue. Stats tell us about 95% of our kids will see pornography by age 14. 87% of Christian women have viewed pornographic material and 25% of Christian Christian women admit to viewing it monthly and the divorce rate jumps 300% once mm. porn is involved in a marriage. That's so here's a, that's a massive number, 300%. Yeah. And here's a new one that we would recommend. Um, it's called Bark. And I actually learned about this from my son, Ethan. Uh, it's been featured on everything, Fox News, BBC, USA Today, because it monitors text, email, YouTube, and, and all the apps, plus all the social media platforms for really anything you want it to monitor. Sexual content, cyberbullying, predators, depression, suicidal thoughts, violence, any of that. Awesome. Cyberbullying? Cyber, oh, uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Bring it, bring it. Yes. And they even have a teen phone, right? With apps yeah. specified by parental Which is controls. a great way to go. 
Um, and the families can all link the devices together and that streaming, gaming, whatever you want. So that way you're just, I, I think a word would be like digitally conscience. It's kind of your digital conscience. Just keeps everyone walking the same direction. And it's cheap, right? It is. 14 a month for the premium package or seven-ish for the junior package. Okay. So we've talked about filtering. We've talked about protections. Let's jump to platforms because there are a few entertainment platforms that provide solid family-friendly content. Well, let me just say to restate the obvious, Netflix, Hulu, Prime, Disney Plus, and others are full of filth. And, and I, I just want to clarify that. And if you're using those, I'll just say you're playing with fire. Make sure you have a plan and you know why you're doing the things you're doing with those. Yes. And real quick, let me explain some of the issues with each. Disney Plus has very limited parental controls because they want your kids immersed in Disney stuff. Uh, Amazon Prime doesn't have a kid mode at all. Netflix rarely offers any discretionary warning cards. Um, Hulu's parental controls all have loopholes for children 13 and older. And Apple TV doesn't run controls across all devices. So in short, with any mainstream streaming, uh, the the filth will get through. Yeah, and that brings up a really searching question. And I, I think this is important for all of us parents to ask. Why do we need par- parental controls at all? Be- you know, If we're to be models of Christ-likeness for the kids... Why watch anything that we wouldn't want them to watch? What I mean by parental controls is why should there be any difference between what I'm watching and then what I want my kids watching? And I understand parental controls can just be to make sure they don't get to that stuff. But in general, why not make sure that in the home, we as parents are have a viewing history and we're transparent with what we watch. And if it's not good for them, then it's probably not wise for us. And just basically be open and upfront about everything that we're doing. Awesome. And there are platforms which give options, right? Yeah. Here are some to check out. And disclaimer, we can't vouch for all these because we just don't watch TV enough to sit around and, and view all this. But Pure Flix, we found to be helpful. Uh, Answers in Genesis has great educational content and it's very safe, biblically sound. The PBS Kids video app, we've heard, is good. Um, Jellies, J-E-L-L-I-E-S, is a children's YouTube alternative. Right now, media is a channel that has a lot of the old 80s, 90s Christian classics. So if you grew up watching Bible Man or Superbook, that's all on there. And then Yippee TV, with two E's, is another YouTube alternative for families. And Lithos has put out the Little Pilgrims Big Journey series, both book and animated movie, which is really well done. Really, really well done. Okay, so let's move down to the nitty-gritty here. What does this actually look like? So let, let's just say, um, everyone listening, Date Night Family, we love you. I don't. If this is your real name, please, I'm not picking on you. But Tom and Sally, for example, you're out there and you have 2.5 kids. You got 2. your dog 5? name. Oh, you know, I don't know how that works. That's what they always say. <laughs> and a dog name spot. White picket fence. And you're doing all this. You got protections. You got the platforms. I think we need to work through what are the practical steps that really allow this to not just be fluid, but to actually be fun. You know, what should the home look like? Yes. And I'll jump in here. I think one thing it took us a while to learn, maybe this will save people some pain, is moving all charging devices into the kitchen, including yours and mine. Moms and dads. Mm -hmm. And buying one of those larger charging docks for $60 on Amazon, making sure devices aren't in rooms and that they're all powered off by 10 p.m. 10 p.m. power down time. That was huge. (laughs) 
I mean, obviously, we don't want the kids in their rooms on media. Right. But it's also healthy for us as parents to escape and enjoy yes. our bedroom. I was teaching Song of Solomon. It was interesting. One of the commentators said that when you study that text, you see when they run off to the hills of En Gedi. And the idea is, is that they had these safe spaces where they you know, fall in love, and he's a king and you know, really popular, and then there's this whole marital scene. But then they actually would escape, and that was their private place. And I always thought, what a beautiful picture of what a married couple's bedroom should be like, mm. where you close the door, you decorate it the way you want to decorate it. It's got the music playing that you want playing, and it's basically your place to get away from all the madness as a couple. Um, and so anyway, I think that's important. Instead of just being two peas in a pod with the blue light flashing across our face and ignoring each other, and let's actually, when we go to the bedroom together, let's have it all turned off and let's be let's be um, lovers. And yes. And if someone asks, when do you allow a child to have their own device? It comes down to when that child showcases self-control to handle the new responsibility. To that point, we've even built in, for example, in our family testing seasons. Um, if we have a child and they have a struggle with their eyes, um, a self-control issue there, we may need to take an entire year and have them prove that they've won control over their eyes as it relates to media before they're ready for you know a smartphone or an iPhone, for example. I mean, the last thing we ever want to do as parents is put a loaded gun in the hands of someone who's untrained, so to say. We want to make sure that our children are ready for the responsibility um, that are responsible enough for the authority and the privilege that they're going to be given. Yes, and that leads to something else, is we try and keep dinner a distinct time and never have the TV blaring in the background. Never. I'm so glad you said that. If we prioritize dinner, the family will sense that. And it stirs dialogue because we're not competing with the flashing cyber haze in the background. Yes. And on the less TV line of thinking, I'd say kick kids out of the house more, like literally kick push them? them outside to ride bikes, <laughs> explore Get the woods. Here, yes. Play in the parks, get the kids occupying time with hobbies and pursuits. And even if your kids aren't all stars or part of organized sports, I, that's still a blast. You know, just get outside, kick the kick ball, mm-hmm. shoot a few hoops um, or go for an evening walk. Ethan just bought a drone. So I guess that's technology based. Yeah. So it doesn't count, but it's still fun to go walks. out there and watch him fly. You miss our we walks? We used to do that every night well, after dinner. now you dinner. get a pod. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, I'd also say another thing we've learned is adding music and encouraging the kids to learn an instrument or how to sing. And even if you don't have the next Christine Getty, you'll you'll give them a gift that they can enjoy the rest of their life. And For I'm those s- who do not know Kristen Getty, um, she is a really, really good singer. Yes, um, and you should buy her records. Absolutely. Okay. But I'm so thankful my mom did that for me, even though what, made I you dis- Kristen Getty <laughs> made you listen, uh, play piano. Oh. I despised plunking those keys as a kid and <laughs> who would have thought it would have been a How blessing later on in life. How many years did you take piano lessons? I don't remember. Ten? No, not that long. Cause you're really good. I, it's all in context. I get it, but but okay, you pretty, everyone. Okay. Just so you know, he's totally being facetious right now. <laughs> I'm not being facetious. I think you're a good piano player, and oh, you do lessons for people. You're but that's so true. Like when our parents, I remember my dad did the same thing. He said, "Son, I want you to be well rounded." But Dad, I don't want to go to music class. I don't want to take guitar lessons, buddy. We're well rounded. I'm now. I'm glad. You know, you can sit down and play guitar. So art projects would have been included in that: drawing, painting, sewing, knitting. Building models, big puzzles, clay modeling, I don't know. The sky's the limit once we power down the devices. Yes, and without question, my favorite memories with the kids were working on art projects. Even after it was obvious we weren't any good, we still learned something (laughs) together. more talented than you think you are, my love. Oh, dear. I love you. Thank you. Okay, so... Reading stories? Another one is reading stories. And we talked about literature in the last episode, but that was all 
all the thick stuff. That was the big it, books. Yes. It's good to read simple stories and just cuddle on the couch or on the pillow at night, rubbing their back. I feel like I could just go on and on. Okay. So pop that. question for you. I'm going to surprise you. What about social media? Ooh. That's a big one. I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, we're fans. I mean, no. we use it because you're in ministry and we were given the chance to podcast and uh, during a time through COVID, it was important and, and necessary, I would say, but we don't sense an air value in it, nor would we want the kids on it, especially not while they're under our roof. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. So let me try to summarize all of that. I know we just blew through a ton of stuff. Um, I would summarize all of this application into the following. When engaging entertainment, number one, use a good filtering site. Number two, set up really strong protection software. Number three, consider family-friendly platforms. And number four, keep devices in the common areas of the house. Turning off the noise for family dinners, uh, build in rhythms and activities apart from electronics. And by the way, that's back to the beginning. That's not to say that you can't enjoy a good movie every once in a while. We think very good. All right. The point is simply, for example, Jesus in Matthew 6.22. The eye is the lamp of the body. Our eyes are the entrance to our heart. Garbage in, garbage out. That takes us back to podcast number one we did on this. But good in, truth in, Christ in, then Lord willing, it'll be good out, truth out, and Christ coming out of us. Amen. Well, let's go ahead and pray. That wraps up two weeks on the topic, and then we'll come back swinging uh, in seven days. Heavenly Father... Jesus taught us that the eye is the window, and if our eye is healthy, the body would be healthy. The soul could grow. But if it was bad, the body would be full of darkness. So help us to heed his word for ourselves, our marriages, and our children. Give us clean eyes and pure hearts, and never let us lift our soul to another but you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Date Night fam, we are so thankful for you and all your support. We pray you have a most blessed week, and we'll plan to see you again in 168 short hours. Keep living for the gospel. And fighting for the family. And be judicious. <laughs>